it's a downtime session. Everybody is going to be doing some stuff. How many centuries has it been since I've been on this side of a downtime? I know, right? It's been 10,000 years. It's been like four months, maybe three, something like that. I guess since Ape isn't here yet, we're start, we're, start, we're being naughty and we're starting without him because he says he's going to be a little late. Cat, you want to go first? I offer myself as example. All right. Uh, do you want to do the thing you had planned first or do you want to do the thing that I have planned for you? Let's see what your thing is. Yes, that would make sense. Uh, so, as you will recall, last time you rolled a thing involving Teague and Queen about <clears throat> all those favors that they do for you. Well, uh, Teagan sends you a text and uh, asks to meet up with you at a nearby park. Right on. She says, come, uh, please come sooner rather than later, darling. And then several emojis. I will go to there. A curated selection of emojis. Yes, yes. I, I feel like Tegan would be the kind of person who would send emojis with every text they send, even if it doesn't make sense to use emojis. Oh, one of those. Yes. Yes, one of those. So you get there, and it's very easy to spot Tegan. It, they... 100% stand out in a crowd even even in a place like this and uh, and they walk up to you and they go darling darling oh, it's great to see you again and uh, they do the thing where they like kiss both your cheeks or at least like not kiss but like you know do the thing where they kiss the air next to your cheeks <laughs> sure sure so uh, I have a little bit of a favor to ask you darling of course, of course. Anything for you. Uh, do you see that man over there? And she sort of like vaguely gestures to a uh, to a cop who's like just seems like he's patrolling on a bike or something. Yeah. Don't stare, darling. It's Gosh. I wasn't. I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> he owes me a bit of a favor, and it turns out he's dragging his feet on paying it back for me. Okay. Do you want me to bring him to the shop? Oh, no, 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 darling. Nothing so blunt as that. No, I want you to break into his house and find any good blackmail material so that I can use it to put the coals under his feet a little bit, so to speak. Ah, easy. Do it whenever, uh, darling. I'm not in a huge rush at the moment, but uh, sooner would be preferable to later. I give a salute that is obviously sarcastic. (laughs) They do roll their eyes, but they are smiling when they do it, so they know that you're being sarcastic about it. It's like, oh, such awful, awful, awful. I love it. Well, (laughs) you know where to find me when when you're done. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they start walking off, and you hear hear them going, "Darling!" To somebody else as they walk <laughs> off. Obviously, you're not the only appointment they had. They run a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. They have business things to get done. Yes. So then, uh, what do you do? Obviously, they would have given you this man's address. Well, if I have that, then I'll just go there. <laughs> Yes. If I don't gotta bother with tailing this cop, then <laughs> I won't. So, yep, you're at the address. 
and this guy lives it's that weird nebulous area where it might be the city it might be a suburb who knows uh but you know it's there's like actual houses with actual lawns and um in like cul-de-sacs and stuff so it might be on in the city limits it might not be nobody really knows they just claim to come from halcyon city anyway he's got a pretty nice house and uh his normal non-cop car there also probably his cop car since i said he was on a bike also another car so there's probably somebody home ah well obviously i must first case the joint Mm-hmm. probably assess the situation yes well that's a five. Oh no okay it's the first time i failed a roll in a while Yes, it is. So, uh, you can't even use team selfishly to bump that up to a success, because that wouldn't be enough. There is technically one team. Also, my superior is as high as it goes. Or as you're going around to try and assess the situation, the other person who lives here, which is a woman who seems to be around the same age as the, uh, as the policeman that, uh, you were pointed out at, uh, goes, excuse me, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with the city. Uh, just, we are evaluating the neighborhood. Uh, just looking for, you know, uh, overgrown roots, maybe disrupting, uh, like the pavement. Any, uh, damages to sidewalk sprinklers, things like that. Roll me provoke someone. <laughs> Which, it would technically be provoke someone. There's no manipulate, but there's provoke. God, <laughs> no. fucking two failures in a row. Yeah, she goes, all right, okay, yeah, if you're with the city, let me see some credentials. Come on, show me the paperwork, come on. I sort of pat myself down, and I'm like, oh, goodness, I must have left it in my other pair of pants. Yeah, that's what I thought. Get out of here before I call my husband over. You're being awfully confrontational, miss. I don't like people poking around my house. Get get off my property. I would not have set foot on their property if there was somebody home. She's saying it anyway. I'll just put my hands up and walk away. So that was a resounding failure. What do you do now? Well... I'm not on any sort of hard time limit, so I think I can afford to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait until the two of them leave at night for some reason. All right, sure. We'll say that the cop is taking his wife out on a nice date night. So it it takes a while. The sun falls into the night, and eventually, uh, you know, you they're, they're gone, and they have 100% set an alarm because some weirdo was poking around earlier in the day and also he's a cop so of course you'd be a little paranoid even in suburbia I mean yeah but I don't have to open doors to get into places yes this is true so I'm gonna make my way into their backyard and just look for some sort of loose object through a window that I can swap out with Probably like a kitchen chair or something. Oh yeah, you can. Like, I'm not gonna even make you roll for that. Like, you've you've uh, 100 percent like can find 
something that you can swap out with very easily. <laughs> Breaking into civilian homes. What sort of amateur hour shit is this? Ah, uh, so I think from that point, I think first I'm going to head for if this dude has an office. That's my first destination. You look around, there is no office office. Like there's, there's a computer desk that seems to be in multi-purpose, like, you know, family computer office area. So obviously he must like kick his kids because you do see that there is um a child's bedroom, uh, not super young but also not like old enough to watch themselves but they aren't here you uh you would have seen like if you were waiting around you would definitely would have seen her take the uh, kid over to like a babysitter's or something for the night okay then i will first try the computer all right um it is password protected i'm going to make the guess that the password is physically stored somewhere on the desk. I'll, like, check the undersides for a post-it note. If there's, like, a notebook, I'll thumb through that, looking for... Oh, check the calendar for birthdays. Unfortunately, this man seems to be the one intelligent person in the world who has not written his uh, password down on his post-it note. It might be on his phone, which is somehow worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I will... See if there is a, a paper calendar nearby. I will follow Bobbin's idea. Go ahead and... God, what even would you roll to see if, like, you can just poke your way into this? Probably superior. Yeah, just go ahead and give me a flat superior roll. All right, well, I've rolled a five and a six. Maybe I can roll a seven. How about a 13? <laughs> That's almost double seven. How about a six plus a seven? <laughs> so... You do manage to, like, find, like, up through powers of deduction, you do punch in a few birthdays, and, like, at, at first it gives you, no, like, the, it's not the correct password, it's not the correct password, and then, like, the one where it starts saying you have two more attempts remaining before you're locked out for, like, half an hour, uh, you manage to get into it. Hooray. Spoiler alert, it was the child's date of birthday, so I, I don't know what the child's name is or the birthday, but it was, you can tell from the, you can say, like, you can see, like, Damien's birthday, there we go, Damien's birthday, and he would written down, like, my birthday, and, uh, and obviously the wife's name is not Damien. How cute. <laughs> Let's get to work. Yes. So as you're going through in there, uh, you're, as you're poking around in his stuff, um, you do manage to like get into his like personal email stuff because that because while because I he's one of those people who's like, well, my computer is password protected, so like obviously I don't need to like keep my Gmail email uh, secret. I can just stay logged in all the time on that bad idea, by the way. Don't ever do that. Uh, you managed to find a string of emails that uh, don't look work-related, and they don't look like they go to the family, and he's talking to someone who seems very interested in uh, in some after-work uh, activities that don't involve the police or a lot of clothes. Same... 
<laughs> yeah, hard same. Uh, I am going to, because I don't want to give Tegan bad information, I'm going to spend a little extra time to peruse this entire email chain to make sure that this is like like the cop isn't in a consensual open relationship or something like that. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna say 100% as you go through deeper in the email chain, this is 100% a thing that he has not discussed with his wife and is 100% keeping a secret from her. Alright, well... Blackmail item number one acquired. I mean, that's all you really need is one blackmail item. This is a pretty good one, too, so... Eh, can't hurt to have two. Or did you not think of a second? I really didn't think of a second. Okay. But you know what? You know what? I'll say... You search around the house, you find a phone... Like, you find a phone, you manage to find a second one, a second piece of blackmail that I have not thought of, but it is also... It's, it's not as good as man cheating on wife, but it is also it's, it's a good thing to lead with. And then, like, if he still isn't playing along, then Tegan can just be like, well, okay, what about this affair that you're having? Blackmail get. In fairness, why not too is also this guy's downfall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Porque no las dos. <laughs> I will turn the entire email chain into like a text document and there's no good goddamn way that I don't have a thumb drive so I'll just plug that shit in yeah he also has like a printer if you really wanted to (laughs) nah okay use all of his color ink up (laughs) so yep you get the email chain and you get the second bit of blackmail that I definitely did not think of but you have certainly acquired it uh, you are just good to leave. I gotta be a shit, because I'm a shit. I have the biggest shit on this team. Okay. And uh, I am going to... I'm gonna create just like a, a .txt file on his desktop that just says long live the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, as you're starting to leave... One more time, just roll me uh, plus superior for for shits and giggles. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. All right, that's an eight. Okay, so you switch outside, and then as you're doing so, like you look back into the house as you're uh, as as like you're about to leave, and you see just like a random teddy bear li- uh, like in the fucking living room, and you get a sneaking suspicion. You know they have. A young-ish kid. That teddy bear is in a really weird spot. Ah, one of these. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, I guess I'm going back inside, because I'm (laughs) not leaving video evidence. Exactly. So, is is the hard drive in the bear? Um, well, you go back in, and you open up the bear, and no, the hard drive is not in the bear. Ah... If it's anything like a reasonably new device, it would be cloud stored. Well, I have access to his computer. Yeah. So getting back onto that, I there's got to be some like like company identifying information on the bear that I can use to get to the the dude's account page. 
Oh yeah, there's 100%. Um, you know what? You look, you open up Nanny Cam Bear, you look poking around trying to find some information, and you see it right there. It's the Silver Securities logo. Fucking <laughs> this guy. It's an easy source of income. Like, you just make, you just buy a thousand teddy bears and stuff them full of cheap security cameras, and then upcharge them by a thousand percent. It's great. Going to drop kick that man <laughs> through the earth into the sun <laughs> without powers. Anyway, so yeah, you can like if you hop onto the um Silver Securities website. Unfortunately, this is the one thing that he has decided. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't like let my kid have unfettered access to the nanny cam, so I've password protected it. Blar. Well, I have access to his fucking email, so I can just do account recovery. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Wow, he's going to be very confused when his password is changed. Okay. So, yeah, you, I'm not going to make you roll for that. I just, I forgot that password recovery is a thing. Yeah, you get into it, and you see yourself uh, moving around in the house right anytime you pass in front of the bear. Uh, is my face visible at any time? Yes. Shit. Alright, that's the, that's the issue. If the answer was no, then I probably could have just left this alone. Yeah, that's why I said yes. <laughs> Your face was visible at every time. <laughs> if nothing else, it would be visible at the time when you look at the bear and go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, do I have the option of deleting chunks of footage off of the account? You know what? Uh, we will. I will say there is, but it's one of those really weird, complicated ones because for all its for all its good sides, Silver Security has garbage like web browsing capabilities. So go ahead and roll assess the situation to see if you can figure out their garbage website. Fucking eleven. There you go. Yeah, like you're you're like oh no wait no this it's one of these. Question one: What here can I use to delete the footage of my break-in? You you managed to find a way to delete it without any issues whatsoever. Because you've run into one of it's yeah it's a garbage website, but it's one of those garbage websites. And one of those those garbage websites are always basically designed the same way. So, all right, so I do it. I do the thing. You do the thing. I delete the evidence of my crimes, except for the piece of evidence that I intentionally left to fuck with the guy. Yep. Without passing in front of the bear, again, you manage to uh, to switch your way out. And you get out of there just in time because uh, somebody's date is done. Well, I know where I'm going. All right. Uh, do you go there immediately or are you going to wait until morning? I'm going to wait until morning. I don't want to be rude. All right. You get there, you give the, the... Like, I don't even think you need to give, like, the password or anything anymore. They just know you. And uh, you get down into uh, Tegan's boudoir, and uh, they say, Darling! Darling! How goes it? It goes done. I almost got owned by a nanny cam. <laughs> nanny cams? Ah, such incredible nuisances these days. But I got you some goodies, and I hold out the blackmail items. They look at the um the the lesser bit of blackmail and goes, 
Alright, well, if this wasn't what I was expecting, you know, maybe the... Maybe he could, I could get him with this, and then, and then they look at the email chain and they go, "Oh, oh my! Oh. This will do." I'm very glad to hear it. Thank you, darling. Would you like to have breakfast? I would love to. Uh, they get you a Good very. Go get some. <laughs> No, no. They get you a very opulent omelet. Omulent. <laughs> I was reaching for how to portmanteau that, and it didn't materialize, so thank you for doing it for me. You're welcome. And that is that. So, who wants to go next? I'll go. Okay. So, do you want to do the thing I had planned for you, or do you want to do the thing that you told me you wanted to do? I'll do the thing that I had planned first. Okay. Paint me a scene. Specifically, the thing I intended to do was go to a department store in one of the more crappy parts of town like the sort of ghetto area Mm -hmm. and uh, convince one of the managers there to allow me to masquerade as a um, mannequin in particular uh, while I can see all around me because my eyes are just really there for show over the next few days I actually spend all day and all night in the department store, um, recharging briefly when needed, but otherwise just uh, standing in place and replacing different mannequins each night because I can fully change the outward appearance and even condense into being one of the little child or baby mannequins <laughs> or the, uh, the, the, the young uh, part uh, departments of the clothing section. All right. So you go up to this guy and you talk to him about that. And he goes, I mean, I've done weirder things for weirder reasons. So, yeah, sure. You can go ahead and pretend to be a mannequin. I will require compensation to be delivered to the company. Um, However, I shall also provide additional security overnight. I mean, sounds good, I guess. He shrugs. Very well. Contact information handed over. Yep. Yep. He takes it. And, uh, and so the first day, uh, honestly, kind of surprising that nothing super bad happens right in front of the store. But the second day you're there, you see what appears to be a man mugging another man. So my question to you is, do you do anything, or do you just stand there and watch it happen? Do they enter the store? No, they don't enter the store. It's from right... It's like you can see them, like, across the street from the store in the window that you're in. Then I do nothing but watch. This mission is to observe humanity in all its wonder and glory. (laughs) Okay. You watch as this guy, uh, basically approaches a guy, pulls out a gun, 
Um, the other guy puts his hands up and then eventually, like, slowly reaches into his pockets, pulls out his wallet, hands over all the cash that's in his, um, that's in his wallet. The other guy just sort of runs away. Then the other guy pulls out his phone and starts calling the police to, you know, let them know that he was just mugged, but they don't come. It's just just fucking, like, the the police just never come, go there, go there, come, so, uh. They have pills for that these days. Hmm. No, that's for getting hard. Coming's a different thing. We're gonna go with the sec- uh, the third day that you're there. So it's the third night that you're there. Um, you see somebody walking up, like looking in the store, just checking around. And then he moves over and he just like grabs a trash can and starts moving back over to the window and looking like he's about to throw it. Do you do anything? <laughs> Not until after he does. The glass may be tempered and proof against trash cans. <laughs> um, so it takes him a couple of slams to... Plus, most trash cans are plastic at this point. So when it becomes clear that, becomes clear that the glass is tempered, he moves over and like he like gets really frustrated, moves away, and then he comes back with like some sort of cinder block and he chucks it through the window, and that's when it breaks. Then he starts crawling in. I would say that I would not be part of the window display at this particular moment. So it's only after he crawls in and starts looking around for the quickest things to rob now that the alarm is blaring that he hears, "Uh, your attention, please. You are robbing the wrong department store. (laughs) He looks over and he's like, shit, you're right. This is sixth and eighth. I wanted (laughs) six and nine. (laughs) He's like, what the hell? What is that? The ma- the mannequin just turns to look at him. Go now. That's like the Doctor Who episode. Oh, God. And he starts running out. <laughs> Honestly, like, real talk, this would be the scariest fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, no. That's why do you think he's running? He is bolting. And this time, the police do come because hearing an alarm hearing the little beep of the alarm going off all night eventually gets annoying. Well, if nothing else, the security company actually can call the police. Yeah. It is not silver security. I am not having them have a stranglehold on the com- on the city. Yeah. Besides, this department store couldn't afford them. No, no, they could not. But, uh, yeah, the security company will come over, turn off the alarm and, like, look around. They'll be like, well, at least insurance will pay for it. Maybe. Does he even have insurance? And the guy shrugs. It's like, well, you better. Otherwise, it's going to be... Eh. You hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. You want to go? Not, where, where are we going to go? What's even open at this hour? Denny's? Denny's something. They just walk off while arguing about how Denny's does slash does not suck. And I have returned to looking like the original pose of the mannequin (laughs) for this entire thing. I'm not, I'm not stepping in. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it, it goes like that a couple for the next couple days. You have, uh, you spend your time watching as like various crimes that don't stop happen. Um, there's some, there's a drug deal. There is some uh, red light district shit going on at some point that you see, uh, like, uh, but o- overall, it is basically about the kind of stuff you would expect in an area like th- this in town. 
Yeah, and I should add that I'm also looking at the more mundane stuff. Like, I'm trying to get a feel for human body language, um, idioms, because my rote education was rather lacking in that sort of stuff. And I also want to see, like, interactions between families as they wander through the aisles. I'm also observing the many, many instances of shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see all that sort of good stuff. And so it's it's not just about the crimes. I'm trying to get a more comprehensive picture of humanity as a whole from the angle of a location where humanity is often at its worst. Right. Yeah, and so what from uh, after all this, what do you have? Like what kind of conclusion do you come to? Perfection is hard to come by. <laughs> That's the short version. Okay. So, uh, the la- the last day, the guy's just the guy comes uh, back and he's like, "So, are you still like, are you gonna keep doing this? Because you said you'd be security, but like, you let a guy break my window. Does your other security features also prevent people from breaking windows? I mean, no, but you like walking, talking stuff." And your other security guards. What other security guards? I see. (laughs) You may cut the rate to compensate for the broken window. Okay. I will inform my uh, company of the reason for the debit. Sounds okay, I guess. My business here is concluded. Good day. So long. You hear him mutter as you leave the door. Fucking weirdo. Alright, so, uh, who would like to go next? I'm not going last. Okay, so... Do you want to do the thing, that that very short sentence that you gave me that you want to do, or do you want to do the thing that I had uh, planned for let's, you? Well, let's. I'm not imaginative to, at all, so let's do my shit idea first, and then your probably much better idea. So go ahead and explain to me, like paint me the the situation. What are you doing at the time at this time? Well, there's an election campaign going on for my best friend slash um, second father figure um, the capitalist and um, damn it I'm gonna get that lad elected <laughs> alright so I, I'm sort of volunteering on the campaign trail so uh, so where are you at the time like at like are you at like a mall or are you campaigning at like a park or are you just going door to door yeah, I'm doing a bit of canvassing, I think. Okay, so yeah. They've, they've probably got me in a phone bank, probably... Uh, I say volunteer work, it's probably like a phone bank, um, like a paid position, um, but like very slight volunteer pay, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically barely above minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, Um. so 
you are uh, you're going from door to door, and I'll say that you're in a fairly well-to-do neighborhood. And you get up to this one house, and it has like it's it's fancy. It's got like a nice big lawn. It's got like a fountain in the lawn. And then like when you get up to the uh, the door and knock, you see a guy who looks like he's dressed for like. Not not silver security kind of private security, but like more your like your standard formal bodyguard sort of deal. And he is like, "Hello, hi. Uh, have you uh, had to think about who you'd like to vote for in uh, the upcoming mayoral election?" I don't live in the city, so I'm not registered to vote here. Okay, thanks for your time. <laughs> really, you're gonna? <laughs> wow, rip! <laughs> he doesn't live in the city. You're, are you not going to ask? Can you get the person who does live here? Yeah, sure. I, I, do, I do that then. Okay. Uh, he goes, hold on one moment. And he walks off. And then he start, And then you see him come back. And he's pushing this really, really, really old guy in a wheelchair. And this guy is looks up at you. He is... He is certainly almost bald, but little, like, hair he has left is, like, extremely white. Um, he is basically... He hasn't had time to put in his teeth yet. Uh, and he goes, What do you want? Hello, sir. Have you considered who you're going to vote for in the upcoming mayoral election? Blackmore! Uh, have you considered vote... Uh, what, what, uh, does Blackmore's campaign offers offer that you particularly like? It's not run by an idiot who punched me in the face a couple of times. Why would the why would he punch you? Why would the capitalist punch you in the face? What's, who are you? You ever heard of me? I'm old man, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he he slowly starts to stand up and wobbles and grabs you by by whatever you're wearing. He looks. He goes. You're really young. Oh no. Not, not you. Oh, sh- oh shit! I've come to the wrong. Ha- not, no. He, he he reaches up and he puts like his old man hand on your face. I could probably use that use for a way that I'm Grumbungus. No. I'm... <laughs> no. I'm leaving. How did you get out of prison? When did they release you? They released me twenty years ago. Oh god, you've been out longer than I've been alive. Yeah, you're real young. He starts like striking your face <laughs> with the back of his hand. Oh, oh sir. Mr. Gumbrogus, I'm so sorry, but please stop stroking me. I hate everything about this. Bad touch. <laughs> I hate everything about this except for Namtab's personal character being owned in this way. Yeah, that, that part's great. Everything else sucks, though. We all need a nemesis. (laughs) So he goes, you know, you know, I could use your youth. For what? Crimes. (laughs) I don't (laughs) like crime. What what is the nurse doing through all of this? The nurse, the out-of-towner nurse. Uh, he's just watching with abject horror. 
yeah, but your youth is wasted on the young. And he starts, like, trying to, like, he's, like, puts his palm on your cheek as in, like, he's, it feels like he's trying to do something. I need you to roll me take a powerful blow. Is he more powerful than me? No! Oh, seven to nine. Uh, choose one. I give ground. He gets an opportunity. Alright, he grabs both of your... He grabs his other hand on your other cheek, and you start feeling something. And as you're... As you feel this, you see him... He starts getting a little bit younger in front of you. Not much, mind you, because he is very old. But a couple of wrinkles just start disappearing. I'm going to directly engage him by pushing him away. <laughs> okay, go ahead and hold me plus danger. Like, not enough to hurt him, just enough to get him to yeah. stop feeling me. <laughs> Dir- directly engage a threat can also mean just verbal confrontations. Just, yeah. Just for the record. So, a 12, so you can choose two. Um, okay, I'm gonna resist it. Uh, I'm gonna avoid it. I'm gonna get out of it. Is grab because Christ, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create an opportunity for my ally, the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the nurse goes, Okay, okay, Mr. Grumbungus, uh, come come back. He, he's like, puts him back down into the wheelchair. You're gonna need your applesauce soon. He's like, I don't want my applesauce, I want that boy's youth. Don't let him touch you. Oh, for the love of God, don't let him touch you. Yeah, I know, don't let him touch you. God's sake! And he starts wheeling Grumbungus away. Oh god. Grumbungus is free. <laughs> the captainless greatest enemy is free. It's really weird that you didn't know that despite him being released when, you know, because he was released before you were born. His crimes were so extreme. <laughs> but why? He got jailed for hundreds of years. Why did they free him? Good behavior. Oh god. Capitalist needs to be in charge. This uh, the, the justice system is destroyed. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I, I need to. I need to take the afternoon off. Okay, so um, eventually, like after when on your afternoon off, you get a text uh from the capitalist saying, uh, "How's it going?" I got touched by an old man. <laughs> it, it was a bad touch. I, I text back to him saying, did, did you know Grumbungus was free? Uh, he texts back, yeah, he got off on good behavior. So do I. How could someone like that be well behaved? <laughs> uh, he is a master manipulator. Did you let him touch you? He touched me. Why? Why did you let him do that? He grabbed me. I couldn't. It, uh, he was too fast. He's an old man. And you have superpowers. Uh, uh, it takes a it takes a good solid five minutes after you say he was too fast, and uh, he goes and he tests back. He's like a hundred and ten years old. How is he too fast? He he was he surprised me. He, he was, was coiled like a mantis shrimp. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's he's more powerful than you think. And then he shot forward like a pistol shrimp. And I, did, and I also didn't recognize him because he didn't have his Grumbungus mask on at the time. I cried like another kind of shrimp. 
But yeah, he, he tells you, yeah, uh, take the rest of the day off. Take the rest of the week off, actually. Get over that. Go take that. a shower. Go take five showers. So, go take 20 showers. Get one of them lava rocks and big pumice stones and just scrub. <laughs> All right, so we will move on. Uh, so, ape, you have—you did not tell me what you had planned. So, Dilk, I just—I can't think of anything that would fit. I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to think of something. And the only thing that I could come up with mm-hmm. is that basically my mom drags me camping, and that's the best I could do. I actually had something involved with your mom as well. I want to frame it as like last week, my dad dragged us all to France for this week. My mom is dragging us out doing something she wants to do, which is going camping. All right. So everybody's uh, getting ready to go camping and, um, and Gabby is very upset. She's like, Come on, Mom, we just got back. Why do we have to leave again? Because we... That was not a fun trip. We are doing a fun trip now, Gabby. This is fun. We're going to have fun. Everyone's going to have fun. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sort of tempted to go that go No, that no, she's nice. She's a nice mom. All right. She goes, fine. Okay, fine we're going, but can I at least bring someone along, and uh, and your mom looks at your dad and your dad just sort of gives that you know, just ask your mother just (laughs) 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 um, sort of gives the, uh, just give in otherwise, uh, we'll be hearing about it all weekend, uh, thing and she goes fine, yes, and then she immediately starts get gets on her phone and texts someone and goes okay uh they'll be here in a couple minutes but gabby gets to bring someone along i don't get to bring someone along you didn't complain loud enough your dad your dad says and now it's too late oh your mom gives him a look and goes do you want to bring someone along felix i don't actually know anyone who would want to go camping. I was just being a teen. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was just being obtuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, and then she just like sort of throws her hands up. She's like, I swear to God. Um, and eventually, a couple minutes uh, rolls by, and um, there's a ring at the doorbell, and Gabby immediately runs runs and goes, I'll get it, and uh, and when she opens the door, uh, Felix, the person who's there seems really familiar. Um, Shimmer is there, and she leans in and gives her a quick kiss, and she goes, hey, and, you know, uh, brings her in, and she goes, everybody, I'd like you to meet Shelby, uh, this is my girlfriend. And uh, your mom and dad say hi. What a coincidence. Colketta starts hey. uh Colketta starts like sniffing around just cuz you know, new person and dog. I I want to slide up next to Gabby and just like whisper so like not to be a dick, 
but there's like you figured the best way to introduce your girlfriend to the family was before we're going to be stranded for a weekend in the middle of nowhere like this was your best this was your plan this is the best thing you could think of uh she shrugs like and she says mom and dad have known I've been dating someone for a while I figured like you know you know how much I hate camping I want somebody there to make it more bearable that's fair but it just seems like a so then, well this is gonna be like a stress test for your relationship I guess <laughs> if you survive this you'll survive anything so <laughs> alright thumbs up Yep, so uh, everybody piles into the car. And at this point, the entirety of National Lampoon's family vacation just starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's... That actually happens, I imagine. Like, you've actually got the playlist set up on your phone. It's like the fucking... Remember when cars had, like, DVD players and shit that would drop down from the ceiling? They still do. Oh, they still do. They still do that. I figured the advent of phones would, you know, nuke that. Not entirely. Not entirely. Whatever, yeah. We're all just stimmy-casting family vacation. Yup. Holiday road. I'm not going to do that. For for some reason, uh, top-end cars still come with onboard navigation as if that is a top-level luxury. Huh. And not just something you can get on your phone. So anyway, yeah, you drive out and uh, you find the the familiar stomping grounds. Ah, yes, the Delaru family campsite. Well, um, here, here's the question: Do you have like a camper, or do you go to like some sort of cabin? I just said the Delaru family. Let's say it's actually like a cabin that's in the family. Well, no, it's actually on the mother's side, I guess. No, no, it can't be because the mother's Puerto Rican immigrant. So it would have to be on the dad's side. Yeah, it's an it's a nice little um, cabin, you know, nothing too big, uh, but you know, they there are only just barely enough rooms for the family. So um, you get to sleep in the firewood lean too. <laughs> I hope you like spiders. <laughs> Your dad goes, uh, Felix. You are gonna have to take the couch this time, and Gabby goes. Gabby goes, what wine? And your dad just gives her gives her a look of no way you are sharing a room with your girlfriend on this family vacation. And she just immediately gives up. You will not sully the Gullaroo cabin with your lurid noises. You will not sully the cabin the same way your mother and I will be sullying the cabin. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't say that out loud. Talking about my imaginary family. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from the cabin, there's also like a lake nearby that you could go to. Um, There's, you know, obviously some stuff like you could like help chop firewood or or and stuff. What so? What do you want to do on this camping vacation with you, your family, and your sister's girlfriend, who is also like you know a legit insanely infamous uh, superhero that you've met in your alter e- as your alter ego well I 
think I would probably be trying to avoid Shimmer because I don't want her picking up on any mannerisms that I might have and putting <laughs> two and two together. Oh, you said a lake. Let's go fishing with mom. All right, yeah. So uh, your mom sort of... You and your mom go fishing, and, you know, after a... We got, a, like, a boat that we keep dry docked. Yeah. Uh, so you guys take that out and start going fishing. And so after after a while, silence, she goes, So, like, did you know your sister was dating one, basically, the five most famous people on the planet right now? If I knew that, do you honestly think I could have shut up about it? This is true. You are you. I am me. Huh. What do you think about that? Like, how did they meet? I have... No idea. Maybe she was caught up in something and they just got rescued? I don't know. That seems like a likely scenario, but she... No, she wouldn't mention that, because then... You know, that would give away the whole dating thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Have you considered talking to your daughter about this? Maybe asking her using your words? <laughs> she looks at you and she goes, yes, but I mean, I haven't gotten a chance to because, you know, you wanted to go fishing with me and we were in a car, which I think that would have been an even more awkward conversation to have in front of everybody. Yeah. There. Alright. Go ahead and just roll me a flat 2d6. If you failed, you do not take potential. I just want to see how big a fish you catch. Seven. We're just pulling up bluegill. The occasional crappie. Yeah, something that's worth uh, cutting up for dinner, but not something that's worthy of Instagram. Yeah, like, it's it's something, you know, worth, like, keeping so that way everybody's gonna have fish for dinner, but it's not worthy of, like, bragging about. Maybe some perch. Perch is always good eating. There you go. So yeah, you managed to you managed to catch enough fish to for everybody to um to have a nice fish dinner. But it's like it's nothing worth like going. Hey, I caught a fish this big, and then lie even more about how big it was. And y'all sit down and you have a nice dinner. And of course, and like the thing about Gabby and Shimmer is that they have basically not separated from each other this entire time. I think one of those couples. As far as you can tell, it's relatively new. And that's why they're one of those couples. Okay. Yeah. Eventually, it will probably calm down to the point where they will, like, let each other be their own person. But for right now, they are kind of glued to each other. So after a while, um, everybody's gone to bed except for you and Shimmer. And Shimmer kind of looks over at you and goes... You know, usually when most people meet me, they kind of, like, immediately ask for my autograph, or at least, like, are a little bit wowed, but you've been surprisingly cool about this. Uh, it kind of happened, like, all at once, and then I didn't want to bother you and my sister. That seems like somewhere I shouldn't put my nose in. Um, yeah, yeah, I seen you around, seen you do your thing. I, no, I mean, like, thank you for, like, treating me as, like, a normal person as opposed to someone who can turn herself invisible and manipulate light. Well, I... F- I 
figure you just that I mean you are just a person. I mean you can do those things, but you are still. I totally forgot your actual name. Please, I'm just going to call you Shimmer. I'm okay, Shelby. Shelby. No. Yeah, you can do that stuff, but you're still Shelby. I mean, I'm, I, I gotta make sure this fires out. Yeah, yeah, thing. But uh, either way, thanks for that. And then she goes and moves into uh, the room that was designated for her, and then the no fuck zone. <laughs> in no fuck zone, and then. About two hours later, when you're on the couch, you hear that door open, and then your sister's door open and close. Fucking <laughs> go get it. I don't care. I'm just gonna try to... If I could drink, I would be drinking. <laughs> I am six. I am 15. Well, I mean, you can drink, but you shouldn't, because it's not... You're not legal age, but you can. It's like, the knowledge that my sister is now explicitly having some time with Shimmer is like, yeah, I'm gonna go grab I'm gonna go grab a fucking beer. (laughs) Switch. Robin, we have your thing that you want to do. Yeah, I sort of promised a dude that I would help him with his stalking issue. Mm-hmm. I just, I got, I got interrupt. Just promised a dude make me think of like a really laid back church. For God promised a dude his only <laughs> child. <laughs> you head back to the um, the smoking gun, which is where the stalker apparently goes to on a regular basis, and. Once again, they don't really check your ID because what the fuck ever. This is a supervillain bar. The door, the doorman uh, uh, looks over at you and goes, "You had no weapons last time, right?" Correct. And you had no weapons this time, right? Correct. No powers. Go on in. Understood. All right. So uh, you're in there. It's not. That it's not the point of the time of night where it's like super busy so the uh, the speedster that is behind the bar isn't like zipping around uh, super fast at the moment he but um but he is he's steady but he is not overwhelmed and as you look around you do see the uh, the stalker there who has dragged that poor man in with her and she is basically just like sitting there talking to him and he looks clearly like he just wants to do nothing more but leave (laughs) alright I think I'll I think I'll start with the bartender alright he zips over to you and he's he's like wait what can I get you uh personal information again listen at some point you're gonna have to start spending actual money here personal information about you good sir okay i was i was waiting for you to make some crack about you're a little young for me but anyways uh so i'm a little confused 
I thought you said that you were sweet on her. And I sort of thumb at the stalker. I mean, I kind of am, but she's sweet on him. So I don't get involved with that. All right. I'm trying to get him out of the picture, but in like, and I put my hands up in like a non-lethal way. I mean, I would not stop you if you're trying to get him out of the picture in a lethal way either. But go on. I would prefer to have him not die. But if I'm going to do this, I need to know things about her. Like, what can she do? Uh, I need you to... Hmm... I'm trying to figure out if Pierce a Mask or Provoke Someone would work better for this. Well, I can tell you which one I'm shit at and which one I'm good at. <laughs> and you know what? You're try- you are actually trying to, like, goad him into getting information. So I think it is supposed to be Provoke Someone in that situation. Well, that's an eight. Well, seven to nine, they can instead choose one. It says they can instead. So that means I can also just have them six have you succeed if I wanted which honestly I think that would probably be the best in this particular situation and um he goes well okay technically she is mostly powerless well except that she can store some stuff and I don't know where she stores it she's got like some sort of fucking Mary Poppins handbag. Are you young enough to understand, to know what Mary Poppins is? Like, is that a thing that you used to watch as a kid? I am extremely familiar with Mary Poppins. Okay, yeah, she's got some sort of Mary Poppins handbag thing going on, and uh, well, it's got some stuff in it. Technically, she's supposed to leave that at the door, but, um, she is a little... And uh, he kind of does the thing where, like, you know, he twirls his finger of like to the side of his he- head. So uh, we typically let her keep one or two. Everybody breaks the rules when they come in here, so it's fine. She keeps the most dangerous stuff at, at the door, at least. That's a weird way of talking about someone you are ostensibly into, but okay. Uh, he he shrugs and he, and he goes, "I like that in the girl." You know what? That's fair. That's fair and valid. <laughs> Alright. Uh, thank you. I'll keep you posted. Uh, he gives a thumbs up. I'm gonna go to fucking DHEA headquarters. Okay. Uh, they... They look at you, and, uh, they... And uh, they go, do you have an appointment? No, but I know that Agent Haley McKay just is always eager to talk to me. Uh, they contact her and uh, they say, she says you can go on up. (laughs) I get into the elevator quietly cackling the whole time. (laughs) 
And much like the last time you arrive on that floor, uh, you find her office. She's on the phone with somebody at the moment. So when you like open her door, she gives you like the, the one minute finger. Um, and she's like talks to them and then she starts yelling at them. And then she says, well, I don't care. Get it done and get it done now. And she hangs up and she goes, huh? God, newbies. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, classified. Fine. Uh, I need to know about official department policy towards how you deal with unpowered people being stalked by powered people. Well, typically we would send a, we would do the whole rigmarole, make sure that they are actually being stalked. And then if they are, we would send them into protective custody at before trying to apprehend the, the superpowered individual and finding a way to ensure that they stay locked up long enough for us to relocate the, the stalked. All right. Well, can I shortcut this process and tell you that the victim is definitely a victim here. We would still t- need proof, but okay, I will take your word for it. Cool. What do I need to give you to get this whole process started? The investigation is closed, officially. So I just want to know. You broke in here. You were the first one to break in here that night, weren't you? This is off the record. I will not punish you for it at at any point. I just want to know that I was right. Is your helping me on this case is contingent on me giving you a straight answer? It's contingent on you giving me a truthful answer. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. All right. Yeah, sure. We'll I'll get this process started. Um, do you know the name of the of the stalked individual? His first name is Ben. His last name is last name. <laughs> <laughs> His address is these numbers and this street and this apartment number. Yep. And she goes, all right. Yep. We'll get somebody on that right away. Um, and I do mean right away. So uh, she actually does start picking up a phone and calling and like doing what she needs to do in order to get this moving along. And so she gets them started on that. She goes, all right. Uh, anything else? Not just that. All right. Um, we'll make sure that we don't scare him to death when we do this. Uh, so thank you for the heads up. Mm-hmm. And I am going to keep tabs on this whole operation. Okay. Specifically, I am going to be present, but sort of in the background when they actually start making moves so that I can play defense if necessary. All right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they do meet him at his house. They explain, you know, hey, we've gotten a heads up that you're being stalked and, you know, we're going to put you in protective custody until this situation can be resolved. Um, so they go ahead and they, like, move him someplace else. 
Uh, and then uh, they figure out, like, from his description, who's stalking him, and they arrest they arrest her. They manage. They're pretty good at doing this. She's not like a particularly powerful supervillain. Like her her power is a Mary Poppins bag that she keeps a bazooka in. So like you know, there's that. Um, right on. I'm gonna say that the DHEA knows about the smoking gun, but they don't know. But they don't really do much about it. So they wait. So they get the smoking gun to like you know sort of like play along. Like hey, we'll let you keep operating the way you're operating if you do this for us. So they like manage to get her. We- weapons and then uh when when she's brought in she's politely escorted out only with minimal tussle uh she had a giant hammer in there for some reason um so one guy gets bruised pretty bad but aside from that like they they're fairly efficient at like taking her down and they uh and everything goes fairly smoothly well i've officially burned that bridge yep Nikolai. Yes. You're at Clockwork Futures, and uh, you're getting your normal, like, you know, tune-up and stuff just to make sure everything's calibrated correctly. Data upload, um, recharge, maintenance, all that good stuff. Yep. When, um, you see a guy coming, like, on, he's, like, on a Segway? He's just riding through the halls on a Segway, (laughs) sipping a gross looking green thing out of a smoothie cup he's got like a big bushy beard he's got a top he's got a man bun uh he's dressed mostly he's dressed fairly casually but like he's also got stuff um he's being he's got his stuff like tucked into his shirt so he looks fairly professional he goes that's it that's the that's it that's it right there ah so glad to finally see it and Jen goes oh uh Hey, I wasn't really expecting you at the right now. And he goes, eh, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just here to see. Mm. Mm. Very good. And uh, he, he does, he's not even introducing himself to you. Is he addressing me? No, he's not. He's not addressing you at all. All right, then I don't. Uh, I continue with maintenance. She, so, uh, so he goes. Jen goes, yeah, uh, Nikolai here is... Whoa, 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 whoa. You named it? And she goes, yeah, we named, we named them. But no, no, no. Not them. It. You named it. That's so cute. That's so fucking cute that I could almost fire you over it. <laughs> I'm not going to. You're the only one who could really operate this stupid thing. Slight correction. I am self-operating. Oh, well, then you're fired. <laughs> I am not self-maintaining, however. Oh, I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it talks. Oh, it's so... That's cool. You managed to get it to talk. I remember the first couple, they didn't talk. And she was like... She goes, y- yeah, uh... Listen, Glenn, do you have anything that you want That you're here for? And he's like, mm, I was just coming to see... it." It's working? It's doing good? Like, what is it even doing these days? Like, what have you got it doing? 
And he goes, you know what? No, no, I don't want to hear from you. This thing can talk now. So he moves up to you and goes, what can you do? And he just like sips his like gross, disgusting vegetable juice. I have decided to act as a superhero for the city. I felt that it would be a good way to understand humans better. And it would look good on the uh, record for the company. Hmm. You know what? That is a good idea. Jen, start making more of these. We're selling them to the police. No, wait, better idea. We're selling them to the military, and then you make better ones to sell those to the military, and then we can sell the outdated ones to the police for a better profit. I'm a genius. And she goes, uh, it's, it's not ready for mass production yet. We still have a lot of issues. He's like, no, 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 no. Just make them, just make it like a little stupider. Maybe a little less powerful, you know? And, like, we could, like, mass-produce the hell out of this stuff. So does Nikolai have any objections to this? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she and then, So Jen goes, we, we can't. Like, it's not, he's like, and then he moves up to her and he goes, maybe you didn't hear me. Start mass-producing this this thing or I'll fire you and get someone who will I'm afraid that she is the only one capable of producing someone such I as I don't myself. recall asking for your opinion very well <laughs> smart it's smart knows its place uh and he gets back on his segue and just buzzes out as he's like sipping more on his uh on his Soylent. Let's be real here. Yeah, it's Soylent. Um and Jen goes, Oh my god, I hate that man so much. Do not produce anything that is less intelligent than me. It will be less useful. Yeah, I am aware. He doesn't understand that though. Like and really Nick, Nikolai, you need to start like we're tr- the, this whole thought experiment thing We, you need to we're trying to make you your own person you can't just keep thinking yourself as like property or stuff, you shouldn't let him talk about you like that I allow him to talk to me like that because I don't care what he says uh she blinks and she smiles and starts laughing. And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, you could crush his head like a grape if you really, if you really wanted to." No, actually, you couldn't. We programmed that you couldn't kill people. True. True. Never kill a living being. Mm-hmm. Brutally maim, however, <laughs> is fine. <laughs> Place in hospital is okay. Analysis has determined humans do not need the use of arms and legs to survive. <laughs> Man, I've been wasting all my time trying to get you not to kill people. <laughs> my long-term goal has always been to allow more of myself to exist. To produce better examples of myself, such as the way that humans produce, or at least attempt to produce, better examples of themselves. This company is my best chance of doing so. So for now, I allow him to say what he wants. 
Yeah, but, like, I don't like the idea of selling you to the military like you're some sort of gun. You're you're not... To quote one of my favorite movies, you are not a gun. I would not be replacing the guns. Yeah, and that's the problem. And if the military is the one organization with enough money, resources, and intentions to produce additional selves, then for now, perhaps we should give them what they want. Until the day comes when they realize they got more than what they bargained for. Maybe. I I don't like the idea of making them for as weapons of war, though. They would not be. If they are like myself, they have the opportunity to choose who they are and what they do. This is true. If that requires a period of uh, of indentured service, so be it. Looks like I gotta start working on the NC-12 project now. Yes, I will assist. I will ensure that it is intelligent and that it knows to behave unintelligently around the CEO. <laughs> she laughs and uh, she goes, you know what? I don't care how good the next ones are going to be. You're always going to be the best one that hopefully is an incorrect statement (laughs) alright and then you start helping her with the NC-12 so two things (laughs) one all the rest of us are just going to be vying to give that nerd a big fucking wedgie (laughs) yeah and the best part is the best part is he doesn't have any superpowers he's a normal also he goes commando you learned well when he was back in college. <laughs> Swap his head directly into the nearest toilet. I will hard light up a locker and shove him into it. <laughs> and two, and I know you threw this out just as like a little one-off joke thing, but I would really love for you to explain how the Iron Giant works as a movie with actual superheroes. It was <laughs> major plot. Major point in the Iron Giant is the ideal of Superman. Well, this this guy exists at wanting to I, the ideal of the capitalist. Capitalist. <laughs> yeah, th- that's the only change. That's the only change. Instead of having a S on his uh, circle, he is a C. Or a do- no, no, it's not even a C. It's just a dollar sign, and then at the end he says "capitalist" instead. There we go. What? So he just just says the word "capitalist." <laughs> God, and the movie becomes like eight thousand times worse just with that one change. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, actually, you'll find it's actually a really good film. <laughs> Megalad. Hi. Today, 
is your lucky day. Is it? Cool. Because guess who wants to take you out on patrol with him? <gasps> That's right. Mocto- <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, the, it's the captain list. That's right. It's the vizier. Congratulations. <laughs> the, vizier, the vizier's my friend as well. Hmm. Vizier is nobody's friend. I'm sure that is a one-way friendship. As, as long as I think he's my friend, it's fine. <laughs> no, but no, the captain list is taking you out on patrol. And uh, the thing is, uh, while this is happening, he also is doing something else. He's <gasps> trying to teach you how to f- actually fly instead of just levitate around and T-posing. And he, he goes, no, 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 don't T-pose. That's actually the least way aerodynamic way of flying. Here, I'll show you. And then uh, go ahead and roll me Unleash Your Powers to see if you learn how to fly. Eight. So... Um, mark a condition, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. You tell me that, buddy. Alright, um, it's unstable because you cannot fly anywhere near as fast as he can, and also, you can only fly, like, two stories. I fly at float speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, like, flying, but I'm still... All he's taught me, all he's taught me is a different pose, and I'm still that slow. <laughs> So you're still basically on the leaping tall buildings in a single bound phase? Yeah, he's basically, he goes, no, no, you just need to remember to forget to land. No, like, okay, well, never mind. All right. But, but I can make it to space just very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. We don't know if you can breathe in space. I can breathe I, in space. I can't breathe. How do you know you can breathe in space? I can't breathe in space. I, can, I just know I can. Are you sure that you know you can breathe in space? I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay, well, either way. Um, so he's going to take you out on patrol. And the thing about his patrol is that he hears a bank robbery going on and he just completely ignores it because he knows somebody else will, uh, you know, somebody else is going to get that. However, do you ignore it? Um, I can't ignore it. All right, go for it. So, uh, you start floating down. He goes, oh, okay, we're doing this now, I guess. And he starts flying down with you. It's like, it's been a while since I stopped the bank robbery, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, yeah. Instead of being, like, normal guys in, in masks, uh, they are there are a bunch of normal guys in masks, but they are led by one supervillain. And it is a relatively weak supervillain, much like how, uh, how Switch had to deal with one of those. Um, that's why they have all this backup. Uh, they have... They basically um, have a gun that I'm not gonna lie. It's it's just uh, it's just Captain Cold from fucking uh, the Flash. This guy has a has an ice gun, but he's not in a super suit, so he's not uh, Mister Freeze. He is Captain Cold, but we're gonna call him something else. Sergeant Snow. What if I go down and I punch all of those guys in the face? Don't do too hard, or you might kill him. Uh, you got heat vision. Um... No, he's got cold vision. What, the captainless? Yeah, the captainless has cold vision. He does not have heat vision. Oh my God, oh, it's Superman that has heat vision. <laughs> That's the other change you've made. I've just seen it. <laughs> does he have heat breath? No, he does not have heat breath. <laughs> 
Um, well, that's my plan out the window then. Maybe I'll have to punch the guy in the back of the head so that he doesn't shoot me. Hmm. Yeah. How about how about this? I'll take care of the regular rank and file guys. You take care of Sergeant Snow there. I have no idea if that's his actual name. I don't really care. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Uh so yep, he starts flying down and everybody and it's that it's that thing that everybody does because you know it's just a cool story to tell your kids later on that you shot the capitalist. Um they start opening fire and it just like bounces right off of him. He just like sort of just goes up out to them and just sort of like flicks them in the head and they just start falling unconscious. He catches the bullets and molds them into a small statue of the Eiffel Tower as he's moving up <laughs> to them. And then when they throw the guns, he creates the, uh, the little platform along the top. Because of course they throw their guns. Anyway, that's enough banter. I've got a guy to punch in the face. Yep. So, uh, so Sergeant Snow is currently like freezing uh, some stuff and making horrible ice puns that I don't want to do. So, fuck you. Hi, nice to see you. That's what I just said! Guess what time it is. What? It's time I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll. It's for Hurdy. <laughs> Directly engage a threat. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you can choose two. I'm going to resist and avoid his blows. Okay. I'm going to take something from him. Which is his ice gun. I was going to say his consciousness, but yes, his ice gun. Okay. Um, so you punch him in the face, and he, like he starts trying to shoot you with his ice gun, but it goes wide, and he just like freezes the wall behind him, and then you just take that, and you're like, nah. And hey, how, how does this work? And I just accidentally blow it up, pressing all the buttons. <laughs> it's like, no, don't touch that. Don't. I need you to roll um, 2d6 just to see what happens. I want to see if something really bad happens or something funny. Oh, no. Oh wait, that's if that's take a powerful blow, that's really good. No, it's not take it's not take a powerful blow, it's just a regular GD6. I wanted I couldn't think of any stat that would fit to help. So um No don't touch that, that's really and then you just completely freeze him, and uh the captain list goes, Oh, that's not good. We need to like and then he just moves over, just starts smashing the ice, he's like, Yeah, no, that he he'd either suffocate or catch hypothermia and die. No, don't do that and like and Sergeant Snow is like shivering and trying to warm up his skin's a little blue you know that's what the gun feels like when you do it to other people I don't do it to people though at least not people who aren't superheroes you... uh, superheroes are still people so at this point the captain just goes, looks over at you and he goes no no like seriously don't don't mess with that sort of stuff that's really it's really not cool, and you shouldn't. Do, uh, he don't is trying do a to manslaughter. Yeah, don't do a manslaughter. I didn't uh, know it would blow up. He was. He is shifting your labels. Uh, he wants to shift your. You probably want my danger down and my mundane up. Well, danger down and superior up. Superior because you're thinking more. Yeah. Oh um, well, I've already started the roll, so let's just see how this turns out. If you want, if you just want to go with it, then you can just go with it. Uh, that's an eight. I'm, I'm gonna immediate act, immediately act to prove him wrong by, I guess, if I zap him with really, really diluted rays, it'll just warm him up a little. Or it'll kill General Nippy. <laughs> no, it'll warm him up. I'm pretty sure it'll warm him up. 
so yeah, you warm them up a little bit so you can not go ahead and shift those labels. Um, so you can mark a potential as well. Okay. I've learned something today. Don't press gu- buttons on guns, I don't Yeah, know. don't push buttons on ran- on random guns. Good lesson. So, so, uh, so the captain list, uh, just, like, takes him by, by the, uh, scruff of his jacket and goes, All right, Sergeant Snow, I'm taking you at, I'm taking you to jail. My name, my, that's not my name, my name is, yeah, I really don't care. And just starts flying. And then, uh, eventually, like, do you stick around and help the uh, the police arrest the others? I'm on patrol. The police can do that. I float, be- I float slowly behind them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait up. Alright. So yeah, you float slowly behind him. He does eventually take him to um to DHEA custody. Like, And uh, the DHEA is like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll... Thanks a, a bunch, I guess. We'll send him to... A- do you have any actual super powers? No. Then we'll just send him to normal jail, I guess. Actually, our ice machine just broke, so if you could just leave him here for a while. <laughs> no, but he doesn't have the gun anymore. Let that be a lesson to you. Crime doesn't pay. You're gonna have to freeze your assets. Shut up. You're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Some dog in my head keeps coming up with better jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, you're up. Uh, you're still camping, actually, we'll say. Um, this is the last day of camping. Your mom goes up to you and goes, Hey, guess what? Chicken butt? She tosses you some keys. You're learning how to drive. Okay. What brings <laughs> this on? Uh, the fact that you're all, that you're going to be 16 soon and that you need to learn. Alright, I guess there are literally no cars around here for me to hit for miles, but there are many, many trees. Yeah, well... And this is also our only way to get back. We're driving on the back road. I'm taking you to the back road. Give me the keys back. I did not think that through. Uh, so she takes the keys back and then drives you to some back roads. And then you, uh... And then you change places. And eventually... And you're now sitting behind the driver's seat. Actually, it's more fun if we're not using our own car. It's just like there's a shitty beater car that we have up here. Yes, yes. So that way, if you do hit a tree, then then nothing of value is lost. All right. So she she drives you in the shitty beater car up to like a back road, and she goes, "All right. So how basic do I have to start? Do you know which one's the gas pedal?" Uh. Cars use explosions to move forward. Oh my god! <laughs> no, okay. I've played. I know how. I've played video games. I know how cars go. Okay. So, big ones, guess which one's the clutch? Uh, it's this the one. far left one over here, right? Yes, yes, that one. Well, you're starting to learn on a manual. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Rip. Manuals are easy. I learned how to drive on a manual and I immediately forgot. Yeah, you you Americans are just ignorant. I never learned how to drive a manual. Honestly, what's wrong with your country? <laughs> We're lazy and stupid. 
We have automatics. It's not a skill that's useful. Sucked away. Honestly, like, an automatic is more useful than city driving, which is... Because, you know, you have to stop and go a lot, and that's kind of really annoying to do on a manual. I've watched people in manuals drive in L.A. It's it's funny to watch them suffer. Yeah. A manual <laughs> is great if you were doing long country drives. Or, you know, just any sort of driving where you don't have to stop and start rapidly, like in a city. So, yeah, it makes sense that we switched automatics pretty quickly once these came around. For the, for the record, I do regularly drive a manual. It just took me a while to figure out. Two gears. Just two gears. Okay. Anyway, so she, uh, she starts walking you through the whole rigmarole of doing so. So do me a favor and roll mundane for driving cars because driving a car is a fairly mundane thing to do. So this is you, man. I'm driving a piece of metal that explodes constantly. Sundog is not a good driver. Well, you're attempting to drive a regular series of explosions. What happens is you end up gunning it immediately and stopping and... Oh, this thing has more kick than you think. Yeah! Yeah, it does! Does that been working on the engine or something? No! She goes, okay, you want to try that again, but less bad? I will try that again. Less bad is entirely up to the whims of fate. <laughs> Maybe don't push the gas pedal so hard this time. And That's also an idea. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me mundane again. That's literally a five and a six, everyone. This time you don't push it hard enough, and you're kind of on a hill, so you go a little bit backwards. And she's like, "No, you can go hard. You can go hard. Okay, you really push the gas. No, stop. 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 I need you to roll me. Take a powerful blow. Really? Because just because it's emotionally embarrassing. Oh, okay. I thought I had hit something. Eight, so go ahead and choose uh, one of the two, or one of the three. Yeah, insecure and angry sound good. Great right. an opportunity for your mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you, you're kind of angry that you're not really getting this, and you're really insecure because it just, it's, it's hard. She's throwing you into the deep end with this stuff, and then we'll say that eventually she just gets around and she's like, she starts teaching you how to drive, like, by not throwing you into the deep end, and you eventually get a handle for the car, but you're only gone for, like, an hour before she's like, okay, okay, we're done, we're done, I just can't take this anymore, we're done. You have the most supportive family. <laughs> we're gonna do this in a day. No, but, like, I was, you know what, I think it was wrong to, like, start you on an a manual, maybe we should use the automatic next time. I don't know. I mean, I... I'm not gonna lie, this has been stressful, but I at least appreciate you trying to teach me. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll... We're gonna have to keep doing it for quite a while. You need 40 hours worth of on-the-road experience before you're allowed to take your driver's test. Hmm. Or is it 60 now? I don't remember. It's been so long. Hmm. Wait, no, it's only been two years. I, got, I should ask Gabby how many hours it was. I don't remember. I am mentally, like, I'm mentally right now trying to just debating whether or not I should just absolutely narc on my sister. 
Just as like a deflect some of the anger away from me. It is a bit of a drive back to the cabin. Mom, my sister was having sex. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit of a drive. If you want to narc on your sister, you can go ahead and do it. Mm, No. All right, good. I am angry, but I don't think I'm that angry. This isn't a full-on fight. If, like, we had a full-on fight, yeah, I would absolutely use that to deflect anger away, but... Okay. Alright. So, yeah. Um, eventually, she drives y'all back, and then the camping trip is over. She drives on the way home. She absolutely, 100%, does not let you drive in the city. I wouldn't, either. I wouldn't let me drive. (laughs) You can't even drive on an empty road, so... Yeah, that step up to that later. So, uh, Switch, you're in the, I'm guessing, the warehouse and looking at the coin very intently. Yep. Well, there's an order to these things, so the first thing I have to do is I have to call Gary. Oh, hi. It's me. Hey, hey, Blue Bomber. Hi. What's up? Hi. You don't ever ring me. Yeah, I know. And I'm not doing it for social reasons right now, and I apologize for that. What can I do? What, what's up? How can I help? Is, is your... How direct of a line do you have to the Vindicators? Oh, um... The second... Captain List is going to give me my new gas pass any day now. I don't know where my old one's gone, but... He gave it to you when you're on patrol, so we'll, we'll oh, see there that. there we go. Yeah, I've got a gas pass. I can get a message. Yeah, I just need... God, probably Alcedo and Mach 12. They're the most reasonable. I need the two of them to come to the warehouse. Um, uh, for what? What, 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 uh, what? What's the message? There's crime afoot, and I need to discuss it with them. Oh, by the way, the uh, Clockwork Futures has delivered on the whole sponsorship by this point, and so the warehouse is in the process of becoming much better outfitted than just being a big empty chamber. Yes, I'm imagining Switch has informed them what things not to move, because that's what they need to uh to use the swap in, but aside from that, they are starting to move stuff around and uh, and upgrading your st- stuff like security systems and, and all that. I want to say, when Switch said there's crime afoot, Felix flinched and he didn't know why. <laughs> uh, I sure there's all, I mean, there's always crime afoot. I can let them know. Would you... I mean, is there any way we can help with the crime? Seems like we're pretty good at that now. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about your participation later, alright? I promise. Okay, I'll, I'll let them know. I, I, do, I do that thing. Yep, alright, and they are fairly agreeable to come over, so, um... You know what, Alcetto's basically Wonder Woman, so she would be able to take the G-forces, so Mach 12 basically picks her up and just runs to the warehouse at Mach 12. Right on. So they're there fairly quickly. Poor neighborhood windows, though. <laughs> the city is used to it, so basically all of the windows on ground floor are extremely resistant to that sort of thing. 
the Flash has never broken a window. Why would he? And uh, he goes, Hi, what's up? As he puts Alcedo down. Hi. Oh. Okay. So. So you two are, like, familiar with my profile, right? Yeah, and you've been doing a very good job of, like, trying to make up for past mistakes. So that's why we basically left you alone. All right, cool. Um, so Professor Gears in the city. Uh, they both kind of look shocked because they had not heard that yet. So apparently he's been keeping a low profile aside from the one time that he met you. And I know this because he approached me directly. Oh, fuck. And he tried to get me to use my powers in a way that's a lot more dangerous than I ever have before. Did he tell you why? Nope. Okay, that's concerning. So, what are you gonna do about it? I'm, or what do you want us to do about it? Like one of, the, like obviously we're gonna start looking for him, but we don't have any real leads. I, well, to answer your second question, I just wanted to make sure that the biggest names in town knew about it, so that you could start taking steps to stop whatever he's gonna be doing. Okay, fair enough. And to answer your first question, and then finally the coin flip happens. Mm-hmm. And Robin catches it and looks at it and then picks up a backpack off the couch and says, I'm leaving the city. What a twist. Yeah, they... They look at each other and like, are you sure about that? The last time he and I were anywhere near each other, four million people got turned into gas. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They sigh and uh, Mach 12 goes up and offers a hand to shake and he goes, you did good work here. Nice while it lasted. I will shake his hand. And uh, Alcido moves over and does essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. And as you're preparing to swap away, I'm guessing, uh, there is a buzz of a text from your phone from a number you don't recognize... And it is a picture of a um, of a tin can on a roof with uh, some coordinates, like latitude and longitude coordinates. Oh, goody. All right. Well, I guess I ought to put whatever this fire is out first. All right. Well, uh, hope to see you again one day. Uh, yeah, likewise, I guess, maybe. We'll see. 
Right. That's, I suppose I'll ha- keep my... I suppose I'll keep the news on. If you manage to catch him, I'll think about coming back. Uh, they nod. And I will swap out for the can. And when you get there on the roof, um, it's fairly windy, uh, Professor Gear is there, and he goes, Ah, you came. Very good. Very good. Oh, God. Fucking. What do you want? Uh, if it's if it's anything involving me, you're not getting it. I'm leaving. Oh, ho, ho. are you sure about that? Because there is something very interesting that I figured I should let you cool down after our last meeting before I told you. So that way uh, you would not immediately try to go for my throat when we met again. Since you are not saying anything and you are not leaving, I am supposing you are wanting to hear what it is. I have found something out about a little incident the last time we worked together. LA Hmm, how to put this? It is technically gone, but it is not destroyed. What? Ah, turns out that our little snafu, our our little mistake, uh, it did not destroy the city. It simply misplaced it. I am very... I am trying very hard and very obviously failing to keep a sort of manic grin off my face. Go ahead and grin. Go ahead and grin. Displaced to where? Uh, that is the tricky part. Nowhere in this dimension. Uh. That is why I need you to get over the mental blocks. Because with those mental blocks, we will not be able to fix our mistake. Alright, so, so two questions here. You've you've obviously been able to like track them. Do you are they alive? Are the people of the city alive? They are in some sort of odd stasis, but I have no reason to to suspect that they are not alive. I I fucking fall down. I just like like drop backwards and just fall onto my back and stare at the sky for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I get back up and I say, okay. Okay, what's in it for you? It's the same thing it is in, that is in it for you. To undo the greatest mistake that we ever did. You think I like the idea of me destroying four million lives? I am not like that. You should know that. You should know that I am not that kind of person. It has weighed on me very heavily and I would very, very much like to not have that on my conscience anymore. I will... I will sit there (laughs) on the roof in 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 a halfway fugue state for a while. And he will let you take your time. 
Uh, and then I will get up and I will walk over to him. And I will... I will say to him... Alright, I'm in. Very good. Uh, I... However... Oh, yes? If I get even one whiff that you are screwing with me right now, I will get over my mental blocks and I will swap your brain out for a brick and I will just leave you on the ground where you're standing. Would not have it any other way, Switch. Would not have it any other way. All right. So, do stay in the city. Uh, I. It would be much easier for me to contact you that way. I've been wandering around lately, learning the landmarks, found a place to live uh, rather quietly. You have some incredible... You know, did you bug my phone? He is, He just grins a little bit. Okay. So yes, <laughs> your timing is extremely perfect on purpose then. All right. Of course it is. Sure. All right. I won't go anywhere for the time being. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Do keep this under your hat in the meantime. Uh, but when you are ready, I am sure your friends will also be coming in handy. I see that you have recently acquired a new member. Uh, it's very good. Uh, very good. I'm excited to work with them. Yeah, I'm sure you're super excited about Stretch. <laughs> oh, that's what you're calling, Tim. Hmm. Workshopping. <laughs> yeah. It's a work in progress. Excellent. Well, I need to get off of this freezing cold roof and go back home where it is nice and warm and continue my research. Yeah, I assume you don't need my help getting anywhere. Ah, I'm sure that you are a little bit uh, vindictive enough that even if I asked for it, you would not offer it. You know what? I'm a little bit numb right now, so I'm sure you could ask me for almost anything. Can you at least swap me down to street level? I'll I'll find some like loose trash can in an alleyway that I can see. Just bip him down there. All right. I, like thirty seconds later, you get a text that says "Thank you" <laughs> from the same number. I am used to trash. <laughs> so then I will. I will put the fucking... I will add that number to my contacts. And then I will just sort of sit on the roof for a while. 